Welcome everyone to Gabbing with Babish. My name is John Newman. I'm a big fan of the hit YouTube cooking show, Binging with Babish. And my name is James Nichols, and I'm also a big fan of the internet cooking show, Binging with Babish. Binging with Babish is a YouTube cooking show where Andrew Ray makes the food from film and television, and we're going to talk about it. Yes, we are. Episode 213, baby! 213. James, how are you? Johnny, I'm fine. You know, I'm doing... <laughs> That's all I'm, we can ask for sometimes. Yeah, yeah, it is. All, I'm, I'm, life is good, but work's really busy, and it's dark all the time, so I'm fine. I'm doing good. How about you? How about yourself? James has the seasonal depression. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, we haven't recorded in a few weeks. It's lovely to see you. Um, it's wonderful to see you as well. And yeah, we haven't um, recorded in a while, and I will not apologize for that. The holidays, they're tricky, but we're back, glad to be back, and thank you for listening. And uh, do you want to introduce our guest? Um, I sure do. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Mr. Joe Strick. Uh, guys, I'm kind of tired. Do you guys want to handle this week? <laughs> sure. Yeah. The only thing <laughs> you I want to handle you is are a all guest. of the logistics and emails, uh, which is what <laughs> yeah, obviously yeah, yeah. the guest there, is. Yeah. Joe, never forget that you are surplus <laughs> to this podcast, and all you do is... Handle, all, again, all the logistics, all the emails, all the social media, all that <laughs> well, stuff, okay? You know how on uh, on Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend, how he always has, you know, a given guest every week uh, do everything for him? You know? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, uh, Rand- Randall Park, can you help me this week? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, don't let the fact that you bear the lion's share of responsibility for this podcast distract from the fact that you are just a guest. Let's say... Let's say, in in theory, we do someday start a Patreon. For mm-hmm. what? Who knows? But <laughs> the fact that we have these delineations among responsibilities is important for taxing purposes. Correct. You see. Correct. And it's and important for that future, I. For, it's for for future uh, lawsuits between the three of us. Right. Oh yeah. It's We're very get important some... that we keep that line hard in the sand. Okay? Give me some heavy litigation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of podcasts, uh, you know, do their Patreon too early, I feel, before they have a following or they figured it out. I think it's really important to get 200 episodes under your belt before yeah. you start a Patreon. Yes. Get 200 episodes in. Don't don't let just little donations here and there trickle in. Wait, and then get one very small initial donation. Should I? I kind of want to do this now, is make a Patreon, and the only level is $10,000. <laughs> Yeah. Please do that. <laughs> and and it's, it's, it's called Mystery Box. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's only, it's one episode, and I just read the text messages from that friend who went on a date with Andrew Ray, like, years ago that I found the other week. <laughs> yes, perfectly. Yes, a thousand percent. Oh, yeah, that's been since the last time we recorded. That has been uh, since I was the last at time. A, I was also, at a Friendsgiving. Uh, Johnny, really quick, thank you for having me. Oh, yes. Oh, thank you so much for being here. Of course. I was at a Friendsgiving. And uh, someone there had been on a date with him in, like, 2016. Uh, and, like, they met on Hinge or Tinder or something. And I read the text messages. She was like, yeah, you can see him. I don't care. And I was – I think she was freaked out at how excited I was to see the text Yeah. <laughs> and then I told her about the podcast. They thought the, the whole guest bit, if we had the same guest every time, huge hit. Big Great. laughs at the yes. Friendsgiving. Yes. Smarter than some people who write in and go, why is the guest the same every week? <laughs> you know who you are, you fucking cowards. Um, That's right. Johnny, I have to just ask. We can we, we don't have to linger on it too long, but were there any dirty texts involved in this? 
No, it was actually astoundingly boring. They were mostly talking about food. Oh. Excuse it was me. Just a real Excuse bummer. me. Save for the Patreon. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> wow, there's oh, there's yeah. ten thousand dollars at stake yeah, here. All right, Joe, just bleep all. The, or Johnny, when you edit, just bleep the last minute and a half out. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I and mean, really make. I know there were some people on the fence of whether to do the ten thousand dollar Patreon, but now, <laughs> right, that's ten thousand dollars of which, based on my guest credentials, I w- I'm entitled to two hundred dollars. Correct. Yeah, I think each of us get two hundred dollars, and I'll keep the excess. <laughs> Okay, so you also, in addition you to the $200. You also get the $200 <laughs> plus whatever's left over. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. We'll set up a, we'll set up a college fund for, for whoever has a kid first, and then it's a mad dash. <laughs> that's right. We're all trying desperately to have a kid so we can get this uh, almost $10,000. So that we can pay for one semester of their college. Yeah, Boom. Yeah, yeah. I hear kids cost Roasted. way less than $10,000. <laughs> Uh, boys, it's been some time. Have we been eating any delicious food? We can we can cover Thanksgivings. We can cover oh, uh, yeah. pre-Christmas food. We can cover all kinds of things. Nope. Let's eating... just do the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Friends, it's a TV show. <laughs> no, please. <laughs> oh, my God. I've been eating hellaciously to the point where I've developed, like, I've been fat before, but, like, I have a noticeable you sure gut have. right now, and it's bad. Joe saw it in a photo. That was tough, yeah. Joe, wasn't it? I was, I was mad. Johnny, it was so funny. <laughs> what, tell, give me, my, describe my wife it. Took a it photo takes a thousand me. words, but describe it. My <laughs> wife took a photo of me sleeping on the couch when I had, and I had my t-shirt tucked into my sweatpants. And boy, was I, was Which I testing the tensile look. strength of that, of that t-shirt. It was oh, just, no. oof, it was tough. Were you on your side? No, I was on my back. That made but he was from okay. the side. Yeah. Back is not... I was imagining you on your side and your gut just like having gravity do a number on you. No, it was like... It was It was a profile of the gut. While okay. I was, yeah, mm. it, was, it was tough. The t-shirt tucked right. in is really what did it. Does, say right. Go gra- ahead and just say that gravity. post that on our Instagram. Oh, yeah, of course. Fuck uh, you. Saying that gravity did a number on someone is... Man, what an under underrated insult. That's <laughs> brutal. <laughs> To just say that that someone looks the way they do because of natural forces. <laughs> Somehow, I don't remember how it got started, but I got in a conversation yesterday about what hibachi would be like in outer space because it really is a gravity-based <laughs> art form. <laughs> it was a real fun conversation. <laughs> oh, man. I would love to see that with uh, the 2001 A Space Odyssey score underneath. I think that would be really fun. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very good idea. Especially, um, like, yes, just for the anti-gravity element, but because it is also heat-based and and because yeah. there is no there is no atmosphere in which you know, heat. I also like like the idea of like trying to do the 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 onion volcano. Yeah, but, yeah, but but yeah, both the onion both, volcano was brought up. Yeah, but both the onion and the flammable gas will be dispersed <laughs> to the point that it becomes very dangerous to light that. <laughs> right. So in case the in case the listeners wondering, this is what my girlfriend and I discuss when we're alone together. Like how how do what it would it would bring a whole new light to the the Challenger accident because uh, oh. <laughs> oh sorry we were mid grill. <laughs> well, because well, they it was their we first, weren't paying attention. They were, sending, 
They were sending a teacher to space, but they were also sending a hibachi chef to space. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and he just couldn't wait until they were in atmosphere <laughs> to get. Yeah, to he work. didn't. He didn't properly secure the skillet, <laughs> he's, the, he's the like, table. He's like, he's like, belted it and strapped it or whatever. He's like, I start now, and they're like, No, don't start now. He's like, Start now. <laughs> The Once again, we've done, an am- we've done an amazing job of staying on topic of what did we cook. So far in what have we cooked, we've discussed James being too fat and hibachi in outer space. All right. Okay. All right. I have been cooking and eating like a monster. Uh, going back to Thanksgiving, I made macaroni and cheese that I was very happy with. I made green bean casserole. I made crabbies. I made uh, mashed potatoes for the first time in my life. I was very happy with how those turned out. That was very surprising to me that you had never made mashed potatoes in your life. They're not my favorite uh, form of potato, and I've never been responsible for holiday food before. I was, this I was, was never responsible right. enough. My, my, I, yeah, I was never responsible yeah. enough go, to Mom, make potatoes. Mom, can I make the mashed potatoes? She goes, you haven't done your chores all week. Why would we trust you with that? <laughs> How on earth do you think you could make mashed potatoes? You have to, you have to feed it. You have to walk it. You have to uh, clean it. These are mashed potatoes we're talking about, not some goldfish. In this uh, mapping exercise, mashed potatoes are a dog. James, back to you. Oh. <laughs> um. So yeah, I made all those. I was very happy with those. And then what else have I made? There was something else. I made Christmas cookies. Those were delicious. Um, I've eaten I, uh, countless delicious places. I can't even remember all of them. I had, I went to Bar Bar um, on Friday, which was like a. Oh no, James is having a stroke. Yeah, James. Sorry, which bar? <laughs> bar Bar. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I get that you went to a bar, but which one? Third base. Keep going. Um, it's like a it's like an Indian food cocktail uh, lounge type place, um, and the Indian food was really good. It was lovely because it was a Christmas party, uh, uh, my wife's work's Christmas party. So they ha- had <clears throat> a selection of foods. It was all like family style, so I got to try a bunch of stuff. That was lovely. Always my favorite way to try new cuisine is just like be served a ton of it in in amounts that are freely available to everyone, so I can try everything and not feel bad about it it was great hell yeah i love it yeah. i love to eat food i truly joseph truly love how was your food. thanksgiving and then uh, uh other we did, things we did a traditional thanksgiving i think i noted this last time we ate sushi at a place called uh the sushi lab uh it was very cool the chemistry room the sushi lab at the chemistry room um absolutely delicious um 17 courses highly recommend Wow. Things that I uh, have cooked. Amanda and I made chicken and dumplings the other night. Delicious. Um, And I am in the process of making, um, I don't like to call them Buckeyes for obvious reasons, but they're Buckeyes chocolate-covered peanut butter balls. Um, Those are chilling. You're making Michigan cookies. I'm making Michigan cookies, (laughs) uh, which are chilling in the fridge right now to be dipped later tonight. Excellent. We love that. Yeah. Uh, my Thanksgiving was good. I was at my girlfriend's family's. He smoked. My girlfriend's dad smoked a turkey. Uh, that was very good. To the I filter? made the mashed potatoes. <coughs> yeah, he smoked it real good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Most people don't have reds when they're making turkeys, but he went for it. <laughs> he also smoked uh, some pulled pork the day before. That was really good. So it was a very smoked-filled Thanksgiving. But yeah, a very good Thanksgiving. Uh, it feels like so long ago now. Yeah, but it, really it really does feel only... like forever ago. Not to me. Um, oh, some other. <laughs> oh, sorry. Keep going, Johnny. 
no, 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 no. You said, oh, with such happiness that it would make me. I was going to, I remembered other things. That I thought you were done describing stuff that you had made. I thought you were being very brief. But keep going. I'll, I'll continue after. You'll remember them. You'll make a note. Mm-hmm. Mental or physical. I, uh, for work, we had a, uh, a like end of year party type thing, but they're not still not doing parties in person. So they mailed everyone a little kit with pizza making ingredients in it. And they had a little zoom. They taught us how to make pizza. It's exactly how you think it'd be. You put the sauce and then the cheese on and then you put it in an oven. Uh, but it was really good. The ingredients were really good. They made the dough for us already, which was really nice that we didn't have to do that. So that I just took it out of the package and formed it. And they did teach me a nice technique for making pizza dough. So I feel like I'm a much more competent pizza maker than I was last week. So that felt nice. What's the technique, uh, or is that part of the $10,000 Patreon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. $10,000 will show you what you could easily do a YouTube search for. <laughs> the, t- the technique is, is Johnny, like, a, uh, it's like a Great British Bake Off technical. It just says, make a pizza. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you go around the dough in like a clockwise fashion, and then you start throwing it. But I, I just have never successfully made dough into a pizza shape so easily. They just explained it really well. And when you say start throwing it at the wall, right, to sort of flatten it mm-hmm. out so that it gets its absolutely pizza yeah, shape. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then it's really funny if someone's by the window, and yeah. as you start to throw it, they open it up so it goes out. <laughs> and it makes sort of a comically whee sound <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> is doing crazy things these days with, with sounds <laughs> the other fun thing of note is on a black friday sale i bought a new set of cookware so i threw out all my old pots and pans and now i have new pots and pans and i'm thrilled with them that sounds uh, fantastic johnny i've been spending i'm oh, sorry i said i've been spending most of my time uh seasoning them and prepping them and then when i cook with them it takes me a long time to clean up uh <laughs> so i just really doubled and tripled all of my time but i'm really enjoying it <laughs> <laughs> all worth it in the end yeah, yeah, yeah i'm yeah. sure uh, i bought sure, a really nice sure cutting board not that long ago difference too. between what you had and what you now have yeah top ramen in one uh, versus top ramen mm-hmm. in the other. yeah <laughs> to me they're they're great <laughs> <laughs> to you, I don't think you would appreciate the subtle nuances that I do in a cookware. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't a slander against Top Ramen for what it's worth. That was a sla- that was, that was a slander against you. Okay, <laughs> Jimmy, back to you. Um, I forgot to mention we fried a turkey indoors. Um, now, yeah, I know it's a. Uh, do you it have was home a, insurance? I do have home insurance. It was it's a whole thing. It's not an open topped type do you have fryer. Turkey it's fryer insurance. Yes, I do have that. I spent extra for that. Um, yeah. um, TFI. And it worked fantastic, and it was delicious. And then I made a uh, turkey stock using the carcass and made soup after that. And it was lovely. Ooh. I love making a stock. It's great. Is it a bull yeah. market for turkey stock? Guys, we got to keep moving. We can't dwell <laughs> on this one joke. <laughs> uh, that's great. Yeah. I good. can confirm I had some of that turkey, and it was just okay. Uh, yeah, you had it the next day, <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> I know. It, well, it was actually good. Uh, uh, this this weekend, I'm uh, having a little Hanukkah party. You boys are coming, which will be nice. I'm going to make latkes, which I'm very excited about. Uh, you're, you'll be able to witness the, the heat being uh, very evenly dispersed in my new uh, carbon steel pan that I'm going to be frying them in. So yes. get ready. This is. Uh, I'm also to, gonna try. I it. can't wait to crowd around you while you're open frying some, some <laughs> latkes to see to see the the heat dispersion. Yeah, 
Yeah, I think you're going to be very impressed. Uh, <laughs> I also can't find a brisket anywhere. I've been looking in grocery stores. I'm going to go to a couple more tomorrow because I want to make a brisket as like a topping for the latkes. But sure. uh, can't find one. Uh, they you got to go to like a butcher for a brisket. I'll call a brisket you? guy. The uh, the butcher in my neighborhood doesn't have one. The grocery store in my neighborhood doesn't have one. I'm going to go to a bigger grocery mm. store tomorrow. Um, go and to if um, not, I'm just go to a field and find a cow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. make your you own. Just, just hunt your own, dude. If you're yeah, it's easy if you're not a coward. I'm uh, right. very excited to celebrate Chinookaha with my buds. Uh, I am creating a hollow loaf for that celebration. Yes, I'm very excited to taste your hollow. <laughs> Uh, I, I will be bringing hollow. crabbies, and I'm very excited to make crabbies for. Oh, I've been hearing about crabbies for years, and I've never tasted them, so and I'm these thrilled are, to be trying crabbies for the first time. These are traditional Ashkenazi crabbies. Yes, correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my girlfriend is making sausage balls, so it's going to be a far from kosher. Uh, oh <laughs> <no>, yeah, <laughs> and, and Amanda's just bringing a cup of bacon fat. <laughs> <laughs> We're all doing shots. <laughs> this is. It will truly be the day the Lord has made. Uh, Very much so. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited for it. Mm-hmm. Should we talk about Friends? Ugh, sure. It's a TV show. <laughs> Explain your ugh. It's I. It's it's Olivia's uh, sleep time show. So I've just been I. I've watched. She falls asleep so quickly, and so soundly that I end up watching more Friends than she does. Sure. And I will end up seeing the same episode over and over and over again because she will fall asleep and then I will come in and it's like, oh, she 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 went back because she fell asleep and I'll see the same. There are episodes of Friends I've seen in my life 15 times because of this arrangement that that um, we have. And I just I think I think we've we've discussed Friends a few times on here, haven't we? Yeah. This is the third Friends recipe okay. we've done. We've also done the Thanksgiving sandwich with the moist maker, mm-hmm. and we've also done the Rachel's trifle. So yeah. this is our third Friends app. Yeah, yeah. Then, yeah, then you know that Ross Geller is one of the most detestable characters ever put on American television, and that's uh, that's how I feel about it. A true dickheaded loser. Mm-hmm. He's really, though, in my mind, a lot like Walter White, where it's like, he's a villain, but you're kind of rooting for him, you know? <laughs> In the Western canon, they, they, they're, yeah. they're both brought up in the same breath a lot of the time. Yeah. Frequently, yeah. people talk about Brian Cranston and David Schwimmer in the same breath. Yeah, people well, that's don't, a different people, conversation. Yeah, people don't attribute the, the anti-hero archetype to Ross Geller enough. And I, yeah. I do think, I do think <laughs> yeah. you're right to point that out. To, Johnny, you. to your point, uh, David Schwimmer, at, at the very least as uh, Commander uh, Sobel in Band of Brothers, phenomenal. But... Based on those two things that I know that he has been in, yeah, largely, uh, you know, the rest of it sucks. But <laughs> I do think his work in episode one of Band of Brothers would not have been nearly as successful if people didn't know him from Friends, because they're like, "Oh, we've been looking for a reason to hate you, and here it is." Right. It's it's a pretty pr- it's it's both out of place and extremely perfect casting. Uh, yeah, I think he's that is a very interesting I think like meta analysis of that character on Band of Brothers. Yeah, he's almost as good as Jimmy Fallon is in Band of Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, I, I, just because I was not thinking of other things that he has been in, I guess he was in all those Madagascar movies. Yeah, he's yeah, the yeah, zebra, yeah. isn't he? Yeah, and then he no, al- I think he's the. Oh no, he the, the zebra's Chris Rock. Oh, is he right. the giraffe? He's the giraffe. Uh, 
And then I forgot, but he was Robert Kardashian in People vs. O.J. Simpson, which also seems oh, like that's pretty right. yeah. Yeah, he was, yeah. casting. Of, that was like those were so heavy-handed. All the little scenes with like him yes. talking to his daughters and be like, "Now later, when you have an E show." <laughs> I also love. Did you see the the compilation somebody put together of him of him saying "juice" on the show because yeah. he called him "juice"? <laughs> it was the funniest yeah. thing. It doesn't sound like is the it, juice. Is it like the video of the Michigan professor saying "beef" in a lecture? Yes, it's exactly <laughs> like beef, 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 beef. Uh, you know what goes with beef. Juice, 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 juice. <laughs> Fantastic. Do you guys know that David Schwimmer dated Natalie Imbruglia, the singer-songwriter? Is Torn about Ross? <laughs> yeah, the same way that uh, Jagged Little Pill is about Dave Coulier. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, is that true? Yeah, about Jagged Little Pill, yes. Really? Yeah. Well, yeah, oh, at, least whole... that one, at least that one song. What's it called? Um... Oh hell, you ought to know. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, you ought to know. I was going to get there. I was going to get there, Joe. I was going to go. I want to hold your hand was about Yoko Ono. Wait, wait. Oh, so sorry. I was thinking of the Hootie and the Blowfish song, Hold My Hand. Oh, yeah, no, no. I Only Want to Be With You was also about Yoko Ono. Yeah, yeah. So, sorry. Most of Hootie and the Blowfish's catalog also about Yoko Ono. Yeah, yeah. Most Most songs are about Yoko Ono, if I'm being honest. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's why. uh, And then I hear him and I go, Yoko, oh, no. Johnny, back to you. Friends is okay. I think it's fine. I think it gets a lot of hate, and I think it also gets a lot of love. I feel like most people feel too strongly about Friends. You should have a moderate opinion about Friends is what I think. That's actually... Weirdly, a, a case where the centrist opinion is probably correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. I think you're right. <laughs> In the words of Forrest Gump, maybe it's both at the same time. Let's talk <laughs> about candies. <laughs> yes, I'm a fan of them. Yeah. <laughs> so in in the known episode, candy you, lovers. <laughs> Me and Joe. In the in the episode, you don't actually see the candies ever. So f- so Babish here is just kind of on his own, winging it of what he kind of thinks the candies are. Yes. I mean, you ca- you see it a little bit. You see her drizzling stuff, which you don't see in Babish's version of it. So it's not a hundred percent true, but I think he just wanted to make like caramels. Yeah. If there was if there was really anything being drizzled in her candy, then it's not what he made. He doesn't drizzle Correct. anything. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it is surprising me. The clip he shows was, yeah. Oh man, oh what an idiot. Hey, James. Yes, Jesus Christ, let it go. Um, what he makes though looks like a delightful little caramel candy. It's like a little chewy caramel. Um, caramel or caramel? Your thoughts? Caramel. I say caramo, like the guy from Clear Eye. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, very good yeah i think it's caramel but sometimes i say caramel because uh you know the world is full of nuance like forrest gump once said (laughs) yeah it's both at the same time because you contain multitudes johnny yeah i said that's right i say lemorac i say it backwards uh (laughs) really throw people off uh it's a pretty standard caramel that he makes uh butter sugar water cooks it for a long time gets it to the stage where it's going to be chewy uh at one point joey you mentioned something about like he was saying at like 240 degrees a certain phase yeah. and you let an, a- an exclamation that you don't care for caramel when it's a certain texture. oh yes sorry uh it should be um what what was it uh chewy 
No, he he softer. I want a softer caramel. He yeah, was like, you want a gooier. You want a gooier caramel. Because he was yeah, like, you don't yeah. want you don't want to be worried about your teeth while you're eating yes. the caramel. If it's too sticky, I I send it back. I don't want yeah. that. I want a nice soft caramel. These looked um, pretty good when he bit into them. There was a good like it's almost like mozzarella cheese. You want like a, a stretch with your caramel. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, actually, one of the candies he made was mozzarella, and one person gets that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a- what are your thoughts on a Werther's original? I'm a fan. I will eat that. Uh, I aren't 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 Werther's um, uh, original. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm blanking on the name of the butter. What's the, butterscotch? butterscotch? Aren't they butterscotch? No, Werther's Original is a brand of caramel candy owned by the German company August Stork KG. Everyone knows this, James. That's why I, I just know, but I thought they were butterscotch. I thought, what am I? What, what am I thinking of? Butterscotch. Sometimes people ask what Joe brings to the podcast, and I say things like, "He has a computer." <laughs> I bring it every week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Werther- uh, I th- what's the difference between a caramel and a butterscotch? Now that's a fun question. One is it's- great, and one stinks. Yeah, butterscotch fucking blows. Dude. <laughs> Wait, in my mind, they're like almost identical things. All right. Yeah, that's why I'm like, I I don't love Werther's Originals because in my mind, I'm like, I just associate them with butterscotch. Caramel is made with granulated sugar. Butterscotch is made with brown sugar. See, so bro- I think butterscotch difference? is like a, a more intense flavor because it's got the, um, uh, oh my God, I'm blaming on everything tonight. It has the molasses of brown sugar Sure. that I think makes it too strong. Sure. And it has a flavor that could be enjoyed by an older person whose taste buds have been burned off. Sure. All that to say, Werther's Originals are fine. I would probably eat one for like two minutes and then be like, all right, I don't want this. Yeah. I mean, if they're the only game in town, I'll eat them. But it's not Mm – I'm never seeking them out and going, oh, you know what's going to be great if this movie is to suck on 40 (laughs) Werther's Originals. Right. It the the reason I thought of it was I we were talking texture and I like realized that like a hard candy I also like when like a caramel or a butterscotch or toffee or whatever is in that form too but sure. I think the gooiness is nice according hey. to this Taste of Home article I'm looking at caramel is just technically water sugar and maybe corn syrup butterscotch is uh, the same thing but brown sugar and then toffee has butter in it so according to this definition he made toffee but. Uh, who's to say this article right? It's just on the internet. <laughs> which leads us to a Heath bar. Uh, Ooh, I you know light a Heath bar is. I had a I big. L- oh, sorry. Sorry, no. I Joe. I was also. I was also gonna have do an. I had a big phase. So you go first, and then I'll do mine. It would be great if we're both talking about reasons. Dude! Yeah! <laughs> I literally just pulled up reasons, dude. I lo- <laughs> I went through a big recent phase, dude. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Did you both just interrupt each other to say the same thing about <laughs> yes. an obscure candy? Yes. <laughs> what is wrong with both of you? We, we uh, both ate weird caramels when we, we were yeah, kids. We loved Reese's when we were like 10 years old. Yeah. This is why I feel ostracized when I feel like I have a normal opinion, and I'm made to feel like I'm crazy on this podcast. Johnny. And it's you two <laughs> lunatics talking about reason or whatever. You're not crazy. You just didn't have a reason phase as a child, which is now, I mean, if two's company – it doesn't yeah, make you crazy. The, yeah, you are the weird one out, dude. You, I, I don't know. Maybe it's something to do with puberty. The photo of our group text recent. message is still Whoppers because you two inextricably think it's a good candy. And I am just See, now this here. See, now this is where you lose it. This is where you're like, oh, I I have good opinions. And then you say shit like Whoppers are bad. You're look an at, idiot. Look at you're these, You're a Johnny. bad man. 
look at these reasons. Look at how deliciously chocolatey and caramel they appear. Yeah, so good. And look at this man. Uh, who's for the listener at home, them. Joe Googled uh, reasons and is just showing us pictures of the packaging. <laughs> yeah, so, so imagine what their flavor is based on these images. No, I've had a reason. It's just wild that you two... We're about to say the same thing at the same time. Because yeah. we've eaten them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go out and get some tomorrow. Yeah, probably. Right. <laughs> Isn't it wild that Hoobastank wrote that song about them? <laughs> Which is nuts, because the, then they're just... The reason is you. He's singing to a candy the whole time. The guy's gonna fuck yeah, that yeah. bag. The guy's gonna fuck that sugary bag. <laughs> yeah, probably. God, it's gonna be so messy. Those things are not fun to touch. I found a reason to show, and he's just <laughs> holding it up. <laughs> a side of me you didn't know. <laughs> a reason to start over anew because he already ate the first one. <laughs> and the reason is you. He's just eating reasons. A text message is coming in from the other room because I'm screaming like I always do at this podcast, <laughs> and it's from my girlfriend. And all it said is, "I love reasons." <laughs> Yes! <laughs> Validation, baby! Uh, uh, what, what I love about a reason is that uh, I'm not a perfect person, and there's many things I wish I didn't do. <laughs> uh-huh. but Remember I could... when that candy inspired that Netflix show that's about a kid killing himself? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the, <laughs> the, the working title is 13 Delicious Reasons. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is very bad. Um, let's go back to the episode, which is mostly just him trying to temper chocolate unsuccessfully. <laughs> another, yeah. it's, a, it's another thing that I see them do in, because they make both caramel and they temper chocolate on like Great British Baking Show. N- never, ever something that I feel compelled to try. Just so I much know effort. know why oh. people do it. And I know, understand the reason for it. It never seems worth it when you're making something at home. So it has a nice sheen and snap, like. There's a reason that it's a professional kitchen type of thing. Like, when you're making it at home, I don't think that that's a worthwhile step. But color me crazy. I've I've only uh, – te- wait, tempering is just making it in the bowl. But, he, like, because I – the the double boiler process is great. And when you're just – if you don't have to – if you don't worry about anything past that, it's a super easy thing that he made complicated for no reason by chopping up chocolate – that he just melted into a... Well, no, that's that's what the tempering is, because you need to bring it back down and introduce crystallization so that it snaps and is shiny. What, just melting it, that Got is not it. tempered chocolate. Got it. Then doing that part is... But but again, it was also... <laughs> oh, yeah, melting chocolate, a delight. <laughs> no, no, why, did he, why did he chop that all up when he just melted it all? It just... He, he, all he did was grind chocolate into his cutting board that he then have to clean out. What I will say to that, at least, is... Uh, now everything that you make is going to taste like chocolate, which I think is awesome. <laughs> yeah, the the chopping up the chocolate into itty bitty bits mattered for the second for the introduction of it later. Correct. He does it for both. You didn't need to do it for the first ones no. that you were just. He just took like little chocolate things, chopped them up for no reason, and then melted them. It might have made it like a touch quicker, but it seemed like a lot of work for no reason. Yeah, not significantly quicker. Right. He needed to chop the second dosage which you introduced yes. into the hot yeah, chocolate yeah, yeah. to cool it down and like that like the tempering process, that part made sense. But the first part, we're watching and James goes, "Wait, why did he do that?" I'm like, "Yeah, that's a good question. Why did he do that?" <laughs> I like when someone calls something out as like odd and cuz I that would have passed by me without a second thought. But the fact that you guys both took such umbrage with it uh <laughs> really really made it a delight for me to find out why <laughs> i was like oh he's just chopping things up on the thing that you chop stuff up on what is the problem here 
Uh, yeah, this was it was a very labor-intensive app. Going in and dunking all of the caramels into oh. the chocolate seemed like a lot of work. Truly and, awful. And it's also, it, I mean, a testament to his uh, mental fortitude because I, there would have been, I'm going to say I get like five in and I dump them all in there and then I'm just fishing them out with my hands and making a mess. I don't have yeah, the fingers yeah. for that activity. You're getting very ugly chocolate caramel <laughs> <laughs> candies. Yeah. It's happening with His the- result was very beautiful. Like they were really good looking caramels. Uh, and he, he was not shy with the, the yeah, he was not shy with the salt he put on top, which I loved. Right. Yeah. So, it reminded me that that's the kind of salt I'm going to use for latkes this weekend. Oh. Hey, uh, do you guys know what uh, candy the 45th uh, president uh, likes? Reason? Tafifi. It's like a it's like a kofevi. This joke only works with a visual, and even then, I'm going to say it's like a two out of ten. <laughs> Yeah, I'm glad that you caught that, and uh, you caught yourself saying that this joke works, because that's crazy. <laughs> There's another thing that uh, August Stork makes. It's called Toffee Fee, and I thought it sounded like... Do you guys remember Kofefe? Do you guys remember? See, this, is, this is one of those those things that will be brought up in those future lawsuits we talked about earlier. <laughs> oh <laughs> when, yeah, you're, we- when you're suing us for your portion of the $10,000 that we are not giving you. I'm an Your artist. Honor, right? He derailed the podcast. Does he really deserve his two hundred? <laughs> and I and I will as the def, as the plaintiff go. No, I don't. But I just wanted this on the record that I did say it. <laughs> and then he blows his slide whistle and rolls out of there, <laughs> as always. <laughs> Anyhow, um, I found this to be an enjoyable episode. It looked very labor intensive, but I think his end product was quite delicious looking. Yeah, these looked yeah. really good. Uh, have you guys ever had like Sanders caramels? No, no. Would recommend them. They look a lot like this, and they're phenomenal. Are they fried chicken? Johnny, you might have cracked the case. Should we correspond with the coward. Let's yeah. do it. <laughs> All right. Uh, firstly, as a follow up to uh, our old pal uh, Tucker, who had asked before the holiday break uh, about. Let me pull it up. He had said, uh, da, 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 da. my time, my Thanksgiving is a week away, so tell me what was your favorite thing and least favorite thing on the table? How were our respective turkeys cooked? We've addressed how the turkeys were cooked. We did. But fa- favorite and least respe- favorite things on the table? Stuffing was my favorite thing on the table. I love stuffing. It's the one time of year I have it. Uh, and then my least favorite thing on the table, perhaps, uh, it was all really good. Uh Maybe cranberry sauce. I know people love it, but I could take it or leave it. Respect, Jimmy. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I think I was I was pretty jacked up about my my mac and cheese. Um, I'll probably take that. Although stuff, I, this was my first time having stovetop stuffing, which was a revelation. Stovetop stuffing was super delicious, and I know Johnny looks down his nose at it, and you're wrong. I sure it's do. so good. <laughs> um, can't really do better than that. Um, and what was the second part of this? Uh, least, least favorite. favorite. Least favorite? Oh. My friggin' wife, this guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, probably, the, I didn't touch, yeah, I didn't touch the cranberry sauce. Also, I forgot in the things I ate earlier, I had a whole other, fam- I had a family Christmas party that I got a bunch of leftover ham from. And I had leftover ham and leftover corn casserole, and I made ham sandwiches for like three days. Got a ham sandwich with ham, cheddar, and uh, potato chips. Unbelievable. And mustard. Oh, 
I say if you're going to make a ham sandwich, the first thing you need is some ham. Ham. <laughs> People do like the way she says ham. Um, we had had, where was it? Um, there's just so much sushi that was delicious. The thing that I did not like was Big Fin Reef Squid tasted like like chalk that wouldn't that you couldn't stop chewing. It's very I thought you were gonna like say, squid. I, I thought you were going to say it tastes like Big Fin Reef Squid. <laughs> <laughs> if you've never had it, it tastes sort of like a big fin reef squid. <laughs> if I had to place sort of a specific flavor yeah. upon it. <laughs> if I really had to try to nail it down. That's probably what I would say. Um, but anyway, thank you, Tucker. Uh, yeah, go fuck yourself. Ian uh, writes to us this week. He says, hey, cowards, hope you all are having a good Thanksgiving. Because it's a couple weeks old. This is in response to my multiple emails, I suppose. My bad about calling Natalie Portman Kira Knightley, but in my defense, her and Natalie Portman are the same woman as seen in one of them playing the body double for the other in a Star Wars movie. Ian, that's, that's a great true. point. <laughs> but we are not eating Kira Knightley. Uh, and, and I'll hear no more talk of it. Uh, and it was the last dance y'all talked about a lot, not winning time. We know! Uh, <laughs> which was just the last basketball show that came on I was thinking of. Uh, to defend my ultimate meal, it's more of a comfort meal in a comfort place. I love that pizza, but it's obviously uh, a thousand miles away from a Florida beach. Joe said it looked okay in the pictures. I assume he was looking at the Google Maps pictures, and I think my picture comes up first. And in my defense, I don't have a good camera, and it was bad lighting. <laughs> Ian, it's okay. You did your best. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, my first PG-13 movie was Eddie Murphy's The Golden Child. My first R-rated movie was Con Air. Ooh, uh, that's a good one. That's a wild one-two right. punch. Yeah, that's a really good first R-rated movie. Thanks for the podcast from Ian. Hard E sound at the beginning. Oh, sorry. Uh, thanks for the podcast from Ian. <laughs> uh, P.S. John, I saw this insane turkey butchery clip on TikTok, and I thought, I don't know, maybe you would like it, you sick fuck. <laughs> <laughs> is that the one that, is it the same one that John sent to us? I'm pulling it up. No, Let's that was see. a chicken. I sent you guys a chicken. Oh. Whoa. Whoa. No, Whoa. but I've seen this. I've definitely seen this one. <laughs> what did he fill that with? Is it the other parts of the turkey? See, it's this guy ripping up a turkey. He's bending it and doing all sorts of ungodly shit. He's flattening it out. He's seasoning it. He's folding it oh in. Oh, my on God. He's just and Jesus. And a, a round that he then twines it looks up. Like, it looks like a, a gourd or like a, like a weird yes. pumpkin. <laughs> yeah, it looks like a meat yeah. pumpkin. No, I Ian, I have seen this and I did love it and it was uh thank you so much for thinking of me. Yeah, this looks, I mean, it looks unbelievable. Insane. It looks I mean preposterously horny is what it looks like. So it's all so uh, it seems kind of though all the dark meats are, are like inside of it. Oh, once you take out once on you itself. take out the bones of an animal, you can really do all kinds of things. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jimmy, you can really <laughs> You can really make God's God's mistake was, out of this. That turkey. was not the point I was trying to make, but I was. <laughs> I, I hate that I now have that weird <laughs> vision into your brain, Johnny. <laughs> Johnny's getting very uh, what's his name, Peter Laurie, about it. <laughs> yeah, she can do anything. Oh um, God. Thank you, Ian, Ian, Owen, Bjorn. Is it Bjorn? <laughs> Thank you, Bjorn. I think it's probably Bjorn. <laughs> Sorry about your country not being able to make a penalty kick for its entire history. Whoa. Whoa. Guy!
you like the podcast, uh, please like and subscribe. Give us those five-star reviews. If you want to follow us for more content, we are at GambitBub on Twitter. We're GambitBubish on Instagram. If you want to send us emails, like uh, Owen and... Uh, it's pronounced Oregon James. Sorry, Oregon. Um, send those to GambitBubish at gmail.com. Okay, bye. We've done it. Happy, happy birthday. Happy hunt. Happy hunt. Thank you.